Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about that list in Ukraine. You know, as soon as news broke of this list, people started digging their heels in, forming opinions, um, many saying it doesn't exist, many using it to justify further action. Um, and the crux of the debate was about whether or not the list even existed, right? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, the United States came out and said, hey, Russia has this list of people that they're going to arrest and send off to camps, or they're going to take them out, you know? And for a lot of people, for, for many, I, I assume, the disbelief is because it just seems like something that wouldn't exist in this day and age, right? For some, they don't trust U.S. intelligence. And then for others, they're like, hey, we got to get involved. They have this list, right? But generally, most of the conversation was about whether or not the list even exists because the U.S. didn't show the list. They just said that it, it it's out there, right? Okay, let me just start with this. Does the list exist? Yes, absolutely, 100%. I have not seen the list, but I'm 100% certain that it exists. And if it doesn't, Putin would be well within his rights to fire every single one of his war planners. Because those lists, that's just a normal part of it. Those exist. Uh, and this isn't something that's just limited to Russia. Ask anybody you know who went to Iraq what their playing cards looked like. They had pictures of people to kill or capture. But see, that's not how the media reported it, right? They reported it as send them off to the camps, take them out. Whereas if they had just called it a high-value target list, everybody would have been like, well, yeah. I mean, of course that exists. When the news came out, the way the news came out, it was designed to be inflammatory. It was designed to be inflammatory. When, in reality, this is completely normal, as far as we know, because we haven't seen the list. Now, the U.S., they have said things that make it seem like this list is outside of normal conduct, right? Uh, I think they said there was uh, a journalist on the list. Okay, so there's a journalist on the list. Is it a journalist that would be actively involved in, in a resistance against a Russian invasion? Is it a journalist that perhaps has a skill set that could immediately be pressed into an intelligence role? There's an ethnic minority on the list. Does that ethnic minority happen to be a general? Without seeing the list, without knowing who is on the list... We have no way of knowing whether or not this is either something that is so standard that the U.S. puts, puts their list on playing cards or something far outside uh, of normal conduct during an invasion. We don't know. We don't have that information. And we're not going to get it. Because let's say the U.S. has a complete list. They're not going to release it. Even 
even if they could release it in a way that would preserve means and methods, the way they obtained the secret list, even if they could release it and, and, and keep how they got it secret, they still wouldn't. Because right now, the U.S. is probably working with NATO and Ukraine to get those people out. They wouldn't want to put them at more jeopardy, right? And they don't, they probably don't know whether or not they have a complete list. Now, the Russians, they have the list because we know it exists, but they're not going to release it either because they don't want to tip their hand to the people they're going to go after. They wouldn't release this information until hostilities really began. Um, especially for anybody that may not realize that they would be on such a list because there are people that would be obvious targets. You know, in, in Iraq, there was a very unified and combined command structure between the political and the military. So most people that found themselves on that list, they, they knew they were high value before it ever started. That may not be the case here. So the Russians wouldn't release it either. So we probably will not find out whether this is a standard thing or something that is far outside normal conduct until it starts getting used. But the key part here is to realize that out of all the articles that have been written about this, nobody's pointed this out. The way the information was crafted and released, right? It was released to, uh, to create an emotional response. The way it was described, they're going to send them to camps. They're going to arrest them. Well, yeah, I mean, I hate to be the one to break it to you, but invasions are bad. Wars are bad. Horrible, horrible stuff happens. But if they had described it as a high-value target list that the United States fills may be outside of normal conduct, nobody would care. Um, this is why it's important to understand that Russia, China, and the United States are going to be messaging on the international scene constantly. From now on, we are in a near-peer contest. Those messages will be crafted to influence your opinion of events. You have to be ready for it. And this is why it's important to actually understand how this stuff works. Because I guarantee you, if the news had said Russia has a high-value target list, nobody would have cared. But because that sanitized language wasn't used, and they just accurately described what it was, kill or capture, it was jarring. It's jarring because war is jarring. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.